My name is Colin Mitchell and welcome to Sales Transformation, a daily podcast with the best moments from the most respected people in the sales world. The goal of this show is to give you a daily dose, weekends included, in 10 minutes or less to help transform the way you sell. I hope you enjoy today's episode and now to David to tell you what you can expect in today's episode. How do you personalize even when everyone else is doing it? Brought us back to discuss how you can leverage personalization in your cold outreach and be effective even when everybody else is doing it too. Whether it's on the phone or via messages, there's a surefire way to do it. And you'll find out how in this latest episode of Sales Transformation. I'm just curious to kind of pick your brain on, you know, how do pros- how do sellers show mm-hmm. up to their prospects, do personalization because they understand it's important, but do it in a way where it's not like every other line of personalization that prospects are used to seeing and it doesn't really stand out. That's a very good question. And I've seen some really, I've seen some bad personalization that yielded good results. I've recently seen some good personalization. Somebody sent me an email where they personalized the first line. I forget exactly what they said, but they got me to respond and be like, hey man, nice pitch. You're talking to the wrong person. <laughs> but I like it. Good hustle. Let's go. Um, and really, it it comes down to how well do you understand your persona? If you're reaching out to if you're, oh, oh, and then here's, you know, so, so here's a couple things. If you're reaching out to HR professionals, right? Rule of thumb is um, HR professionals don't always um, change careers that often or change jobs that often or move companies that often, right? In my experience and having sold uh, across, uh, having sold a couple different technology solutions into varying um HR departments of different sizes and whatever, it's not uncommon to see an HR generalist that's been there for 20 years, right? Or uh, the VP of human resources who's worked their way up for for 30 years or something like that at the same company, right? So based on the fact that it's very common to see long tenure for that persona, I might, I might lean into it and say, Hey, you know, I saw, and then I might try to use really, um, really complimentary language like hey colin i saw that you've been you know leading the hr department for uh, almost 20 years now given your extensive tenure given your incredible breadth of knowledge or something right i'm not just dropping a piece of i'm just not just dropping a a, a data point and then kind of talking about it like a robot, I compliment, people love being complimented and people love you. People love talking about themselves, <laughs> you know, so just kind of lead into those things too. So find out what your person, generally speaking, what your persona, what's a good go to one line of personalization. Um, for HR professionals, it might be their tenure for salespeople. It might be their numbers. A lot of salespeople go on LinkedIn and they put like, I hit, 500% of my quota in Q4 of, of, of 2021, right? Or whatever. Or if they're a VP of sales, they might still tout their numbers for their for their org, right? Figure out what's a good thing, again, that's easy to find, that you feel comfortable leveraging. Um, and the best way to do it is 
understanding what's relevant to your persona. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, knowing what's relevant is important. And if you don't know that definitely figure it out because then it's going to make it a lot easier to know what to look for and also to know how to tie it in as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. because you know, personalizing is great because it shows people that, Hey, you know, people are used to getting so much junk, so much spam, so much crap messaging. That's just, you know, on automation, you know, not personalized at all. Um, so just a little bit shows that like, Hey, I'm actually a real person. I actually did a little bit of research, took some time. It's going to go a long way. Um, Mm -hmm. we'll just, you know, building some trust. Now we talked a lot about email, but talk to me, how would you use this information in say cold calling? Sorry, you broke up a little bit. How would I leverage that information in a cold call? Yeah. So we talked about, you know, how to use this information kind of structure in an email, but Mm -hmm. you know, how would you use this same information in a, in a cold call as well? Oh man. Like if, if it's an HR professional who's been there for 30 years, I'd say, Hey Lori, this is Rod Baptista to info. How's it going? Great. Um, side note, Previously, I would ask for permissions like, you know, I know I'm catching you out of the blue. Ha ha. That was one of my things. I would always say I'm catching you out of the blue and then I would laugh. Some people thought it was funny. I never thought it was funny. But laughing at your own jokes tells people it's OK to laugh. It makes it, you know, disarming and all that good stuff. Um, hey, Lori, this is Rob Baptista. Zoom Info. How's it going? Great. Um, I know I'm catching you out of the blue. <laughs> Do you have a quick second? Awesome. Just to be conscious for your time, you know, I did some research. Uh, given your extensive tenure leading the HR org for the past 30 years, I was curious, and then that's when I would transition into some of my qualification questions, some of my leading questions. Um, ideally, I want to uh, baby step the this line of questioning into my big, big question, which at Vorset we used to call the common challenge, right? Which is where I'm like, in speaking with other HR professionals, they're telling me that um, – there's a million solutions nowadays to do timekeeping, and in as much as in as much as that's that's incredibly necessary, it feels like everybody's doing it these days, and it's kind of tough to figure out like what's a good what's you know who's actually worth the bang for my buck, right? Yeah, I'm kind of curious. How are you guys tackling that? Ask a, ask a question about a trend, about a challenge in the industry, about something something related to the to the to the to the, the role itself, the persona or the department, um, ask a question that they can generally, you know, either agree or disagree with, but end it on an open-ended question. Um, that's, that's the real, that's the real money. The money is if you can get to the common challenge, if you've gotten to the point of the conversation where you can drop that beautifully crafted question that they're going to want to answer, that's what gets you to pain That's what gets you to context. That's what gets you the meeting. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you're enjoying the show, drop us a review on your favorite podcast platform. And we hope that you'll tune in again tomorrow as we are here for you every day, weekends included, to help you transform the way you sell.